What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. What's up? What's been going on this past week, little Dre? I had a crazy week. You did? No. I've been doing some crazy, risky things over what, here. What did you do? Can you share with the class? You know, I did something that's... I can't undo. <laughs> what did you do? I can't tell the people. Oh, you're not going to tell. Okay. I thought you were going to. You know, they, they be always talking about you. They be like, Jerry don't ever spill the tea. <laughs> I love to keep y'all on edge. You know, I'm going to give y'all a little bit. So basically, you did something that is past week that cannot be undone. Um, are you happy about it? Whatever it was? Um, Yeah. Yeah? I am. Okay. I feel like it was a, you know, it was a spur of the moment decision. Right. I just feel like sometimes in life you make, you know, random decisions and you just go with the flow and you see mm-hmm. what happens. So now I'm like in the mode where I'm about to see, see what, what the fuck about to happen. What's going to happen. Okay. But, um, well, congratulations. You seem happy about it. So whatever you did that can't be undone where <laughs> the girls are happy for you. <laughs> uh, me, uh, this past week, what's been going on? Uh, just filming where to next. Uh me and Football Bay are doing very, very well. well things that's are great. Things are fucking peachy. He won his game on things Sunday. Are peachy. Yeah, he won the game on Sunday. They won their game on Sunday, so he's been in a good, really good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I had randomly like checked my cash app the other day because I actually I didn't check it. My, I don't have my notifications on on my cash app, and I was just going in my cash app to send my homegirl Jazz some money so she could get me some food. And bitch, I had fifteen hundred dollars just sitting in there. Ooh. And he's just so sweet. I'm just like, oh my god. He's, you know, he's blissful. Amazed. I was just really fucking happy. So shout out to Football Bay, y'all. Hey, Football Bay. Football Bay, keeping mama happy. Okay, so we're going to get into the first topic. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about this because I always see this on social media. Um, a lot of people talking about how women should act and to be a wife. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not wife behavior. If you want to be a wife, this is what you need to do. And I just want to talk about it on the other end of the spectrum because I feel like not every woman wants to be a wife. It's mm-hmm. not 1940 anymore. And that's just not the end goal for a lot of women. Right. So I want to talk about the women who necessarily don't want to be a wife. So we're going to call this topic, I don't want to be a wife. I don't want to be a motherfucking wife. I don't want to be a wife. So do you want to get married? Um, I don't really care. You don't care? No, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. I'm not really pressed to get married. You know what I mean? Also, I guess maybe because I don't, not, I'm not 100% sure that I found someone that I could see myself marrying. And being with forever. And being with forever. Yeah, because forever is a really long time. Like, mm-hmm. I've definitely dated guys and I was like, oh, I love them. Like, I care about them. I can see myself being with them for a long time. But marriage is such a huge commitment. It's so, and I don't want to marry no nigga just to be able to say, oh, I'm married to this nigga. If we're going to get married, I want you to be respecting the vows and taking the fucking marriage seriously. So you don't if feel not, like people take vows seriously? I don't. And I feel like if we're not going to take it serious, then why not just remain boyfriend and girlfriend or baby mama, baby daddy? Well, I think the reason is a lot like, of people say that because if something does happen to them and you're just as girlfriend you don't get any benefits that's why you can become the baby mama <laughs> no, I'm, playing. I'm playing y'all no. <laughs> um, but no I'm kidding because even then you still might not get any benefits but um 
I just feel like I do understand it, but is that a reason to get married? Like, I feel like if you're, and that's with anything, is that a reason to marry somebody so you can ensure that if something happens to them, you're going to be taken care of? And honestly, that's what I, I feel like. That's a bullshit ass It is, but you know what? For me, I feel like marriage is just a business transaction nowadays, and that's how people look at it. Because, like, there's benefits to being married, of course. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like people don't do it for the right reasons anymore. I totally agree with you on that. I feel like people don't take their vows seriously. Um, I just feel like it's just not, marriage isn't held at a high standard anymore. Mm -hmm. So I really, do I see myself getting married? Not really. And I really don't care. Like, like you said, I may meet a man one day that sweeps me the fuck off my feet. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, I can't live without this person. But I don't know if I would necessarily be pressed to be married. Like, I, like, I use Oprah as an excuse all the time. Like, look at Oprah instead. Man, she ain't put a ring on that nigga. Because they're good. Yeah. Like, they, they're good. Like, I just don't see the pressure. I don't know. I just don't see the the great benefits of being married. I don't either, to be honest. It's like, it's nothing about it that just makes me be like, ooh, I really want to do these. Like, right. There's nothing appealing to marriage for me. It's like, and basically, I'm just, I just have tied myself down to this person forever. Like, I literally can't make you no decisions You can't do nothing with, without, without talking to them. Like, absolutely the fuck not. And, and this is not shading people who do listen that are married. Or that want to get married. And that want to get married. Um... But the whole reason I brought up this topic because we actually have a listener who was like telling me basically like she hates the fact that society has put this pressure on women to like you have to want to be a wife. Mm-hmm. So let me just read to you what she wrote. Now I'm going to keep yeah, I'm going to keep um, her name anonymous, obviously. Um, she said, so I was with my husband for six years. Mm-hmm. He never cheated on me. He never even looked at he never even looked the same way as women. I don't know what that means. But this kind of ties into our topic about men cheating from last week. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, I witnessed women messaging him and he never even responded. Anyways, I cheated the entire time. I never got what I wanted out of my relationship emotionally or sexually. Nothing. I kept thinking it would get better. And finally, my mom begged me to leave because I was out of control. I was cheating. I was unhappy. I was calling her, telling her how unhappy I was. Anyways, I left. And now I'm a happy single hoe. Hoe life is definitely for me. Moral of the story, some men don't cheat because it's usually because they're lazy or they can't get it up. My husband was just lazy. And she said, my pussy is jumping. So here I am, a happy hoe. Mm. So she was just basically saying like she just feels ha- she's m- been married and now that she's single she's, she's happier happy. being a hoe and living her best life and I think it's the same thing that I said I said on Twitter the other day about the monogamy situation and we talked about monogamy mm. on a past episode before I hate the fact that in America specifically we put such we might like we force a lifestyle on people mm-hmm. like you're supposed to get married not everybody wants to get married or fears dying alone yeah. some people are okay going home by themselves and hoeing right you know what i'm saying so I it's agree. like you can't put that on women like oh what's wrong with you you you're 45 and you're not married you must be crazy or when women be having kids out of way like oh how dare you have a baby and you're not married right today. it's like why do i have to be married to have a baby it's maybe you just want body. maybe you just want a kid right you, exactly. it's okay to just want a kid mm-hmm. and not and not the marriage and not the marriage yeah. you know what i'm saying that's why so many women you know they go to sperm banks that's why the option is there because yeah. some women don't want to deal with men at they all 
deal with that nigga. They just want their kid. They want their kid and they want to go about their way. So one thing, that's why I definitely wanted to bring up this topic and shout out to my girl for sending that message. Thank you for letting me read your message. I just feel like society, y'all know my feminist side comes out. We need to stop pressuring women to feel like we're supposed to be a certain way. Like some people don't want to have children and be moms. Some people don't want to be a wife. Right. And that's okay. And that's okay. And the people that do want to be wives and that do want to be mothers, that's, that's That's perfectly fine. But don't look down on the people like you're living life wrong because that's not what what you want to do. That's not what they want to do. Right. Exactly. Cause I feel like nowadays it's 2019. The world is so open now with different lifestyles and different type of ways of thinking. So it's like, it's okay to be open-minded. Like, you know what? I actually think I could be by myself for the rest of my life. I don't, of course, everybody wants somebody like, you know, we all got niggas that we talk to and deal with and I'm okay with that. But as far as like being with somebody, I've lived with an ex-boyfriend. We were together for three years and we lived together for two. Mm. That shit ain't fucking easy and we weren't even married. See, I don't know. I just feel like, and I've never lived with a guy before. Mm -hmm. I've always like had my own place or I had like roommates and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just feel like. I just care more about being a mom than being married. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's just always how I felt. And like you said, you know, there's people out there who would try to be like, oh, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to have a kid and live in a broken home and have a, and, and bring another child into the world in a single parent household mm-hmm. and this and this and this. But it's like, if even if my child is living in a sing, single parent household, are you going to take care of my child? Like, as, but, as long as I feel like me and the person that I had a kid with, we have an understanding. And he's there for the and child. And he's there for the child. Or, hell, you don't know, we might end up getting married later down the line. And why I'm do just not pressed like, to get married right now. And why do people act like single parent homes are fucking, like, the bubonic plague or something? Know. Like people do. People swear it's the worst thing ever. And I'm here to tell you, I was raised in a two-parent household, and I'm still... Still a hoe. No. I'm the head queen. I'm playing. A queen. I'm playing, but I definitely, I'm not a hoe no more. I mean, I never was a hoe. Damn, I keep putting my foot in my mouth. But no, I mean, honestly, though, I had my whole phase, and I feel like people tend to feel like, oh, they, they have this idea that women that were raised in a two-parent household and have a great relationship with their dad, they value themselves more than a woman who was raised by her mom and right. didn't have a male figure in her life. And I 100% totally disagree with that. Because right. I, I, I know myself, I have plenty of friends who was raised by their dads too and mm. they have close relationships with their dads and they were still popping their pussy. Popping it, period. Popping, popping it all over Texas, period. all over the United States. And I have, I'm, all over the world. And I was raised in a single parent home and I don't have daddy issues at all. I don't have no problems having a relationship with men. I don't, because it wasn't like, I never like yearned for a male attention. I've never been that way. I've always gotten attention from men, you know, and I've, and I have a lot of my friends, close friends to me are guys, non-sexual. Like literally my sister is dating one of my best friends and he's a guy. Mm -hmm. So me and his relationship has never been sexual. So it's like, I've had great, I have great relationship with men. So I hate the fact that a lot of people also say women who were just raised by their moms, they always tend to have daddy issues and they be hoes. No, babe, because most of my friends have, were raised in two parent households and we all chill doing the same shit, bitch. Facts. That's what I'm saying. That shit is factual. It's like, I mean, it definitely helps to have a male figure there because I feel like if you close with your dad, he can give you a Put you on game. Yeah, he can give you a perspective that your mama can't give you. Right. But at the same time, 
you gonna go through that phase regardless. regardless. Like you and you're gonna do what you wanna and I don't even think that it's a matter of how you were raised. I just feel like it's a on a person to person basis. You have girls out here who just like niggas and they like dating and they mm-hmm. wanna date different niggas. Then you got girls who really like to be in long term relationships, so they only be with one or two guys mm-hmm. in their whole life. Mm-hmm. But that's that doesn't and have you got anything girls to do like with me. how you was raised, I don't feel like and then you got girls like me who like both. I am going to be in a long-term relationship, but I'm also going to be getting a lot of dick on the side. Okay, but that's not, what? you know, that's not right. It is right. It's not. I'm practicing, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm a poly girl now. I'm not a monogamous. You're a polygamist? Yes, I'm not practicing the but monogamy only, no more. I feel like you're only a polygamist <laughs> if the people that you're dating also know that oh. you're fucking these other people. Oh, my bad. I just started. It's consensual from my <laughs> oh, understanding. Shit. Well, I just started. So I'm you're not sure. a polygamist. I am now. I want to see oh, what no, nigga about to be okay with you letting no, them know, honestly, hey nigga, yeah, I know we in a relationship, <laughs> but I'm about to be fucking this other nigga next weekend. I'm going, I'm going to DC to fuck somebody. this other nigga next weekend. I'm going to find somebody. Next, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but I'll, I will say this, as far as my situation now, like, I'm, I'm cool, I'm chilling. But that's because he a polygamist too. <laughs> So why would you not be like, I mean, you know, why would it be an issue? <laughs> but y'all both into No, but honestly though, you have a nigga that is polygamous, but he don't want his bitch being a polygamist. Like Woo child, exactly. So anyway, we're not gonna get off we're not gonna get off topic. I respect that though. I can respect that to a certain extent. I mean, as a man, with, the, with the ego and, and the money and power, <laughs> I can understand why a nigga with power and money and status and shit like that wouldn't want his girl dating somebody. Well, they he wouldn't want a bitch that he fucking with dating somebody else. Yeah, because he has the money, he got the power, he has he's in control. And y'all know I said this, I say this all the time. What? Drea knows this about me. What? When I really fuck with somebody, mm-hmm. which is very rare, but when I really <laughs> fuck with somebody, I am very submissive. Yeah, I am super submissive to my man. Like when you're do when you're doing everything I want you to do for me, I'm going to make sure I do everything that you need. Like whatever the fuck you need. Like if we in the middle of Kmart and you like, bitch, I'm horny, suck my dick. I will get on my knees and suck that dick right in front of the egg, bitch. Girl, you was not about to, you were too scared. She you ain't about to go to jail for that. Dude. No, I actually like public sex. You're not about to do that again. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Are there any Kmart? Lock your ass up. Lock me up for that dick. Lock me up for that dick. I will go to jail. You're going to be calling me fucking crying. And you're going to have a shirt that say free legs P, period. So anyways, we're not going to get off topic because we've talked about being submissive before. So that's how I feel um, about just the marriage situation. I feel like society and people just in general need to stop putting so much pressure on women to want to be wise. Because like I said, one listener told me straight up, she's much happier being a hoe. I mean, in yeah. Now, speaking of being a wife, relationships are stressful, and I say that all the time. I'm gonna let you bring in this next topic because why you gonna let me bring it in? Well, just because you know this kind of has the same topic with how do you get to be a wife? You gotta hold a nigga down through his ups and his downs Mm -hmm. and this and that. Okay. So we gonna talk you to bring it on in. Okay, I'm gonna bring this topic in because this is some shit that's been getting on my motherfucking nerves. Oh my! I was on. I've been on Instagram for the and Twitter for like the past few days and. And I don't know why this post is going viral again, but that post of Keisha Kaor and Gucci Mane when they first got married two years ago, um, the day of their wedding, 
you know, that post went viral and it was basically saying like every woman wants this relationship like Keisha and Gucci got, but these bitches ain't really ready to hold they nigga down and they not willing to go through the shit that Keisha had to go through to get a man like this. This mm. is a street nigga who done been through X, Y, and Z and he changed for this woman mm. because she held him down and she helped him grow, whatever, right. whatever. Because they were like, basically she had the on drugs Gucci, the cheating right. Gucci, the street right. nigga Gucci. Exactly. And she held him down through exactly. all that. So we wanted to talk about, you know, just being a ride or die. Like, is that necessary? Like, do you, are you supposed to really go through a lot of bullshit for a nigga this in is, order for him, in order, uh, I mean, in hopes of like reaping the rewards or the right. benefits later down the line of this, sticking by his bullshit? And this is, this is how I feel about this mm -hmm. because I'm fucking tired of the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Why is it, especially on black women, why the fuck do we have to struggle before we get love? Mm -hmm. Like, why do we have to hold down a crazy ass nigga or whatever he's going through just in a little bit of, little bit of hope to get a ring? Mm -hmm. You telling me I got to go through all this bullshit just to prove to you? No, that's not right. Why can't you just come to me whenever you're ready? And what about all the bitches that done held niggas down and then them niggas... You they, didn't get nothing. They still, they still didn't get shit. They didn't get And a, that story is more common yeah, than the ride or die and, then, and getting the ring. Yeah, I Honestly, agree. I'm just tired of men. I'm tired of the ride or die thing. That shit needs to be dead and done. Now, I'm not saying... That shit needs to die. I'm not saying, you know, leave when times get tough. Shit happens, I understand. But if you're out here blatantly disrespecting your spouse and not even trying to be a good man to her. No, she does not need to hold you down. If you out here fucking bitches, you out here not taking care of her and making sure she's straight. I'm not speaking on Gucci and Keisha at this no. point. I'm just saying when you're not trying to be a good partner to someone, don't be surprised when she up and leave. Now I do feel like as a woman, you know what I mean? You should be there for your man throughout certain things and you shouldn't just leave him I agree. for everything. I feel like you do have some women out there who like the slightest thing happen and they be ready to do. You right. know what I mean? So I do feel like in order for a man to know that you loyal to him and you really fuck with him, y'all do have to go through Y'all gotta some go shit. through some shit. Yeah, y'all gotta go through some shit. But also, don't be no bitch that just be sitting around letting a nigga just do you dirty. You do gotta put a little bit of fear in a nigga heart that you will leave right. his ass if he got you fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's a difference I'm between... definitely an advocate for that. I don't believe in leaving a nigga for every little thing that he do because we gonna go through shit. But if you do some really fucked up shit to me, I'm gonna put some fear in your heart. Because it's a because you need to be afraid to lose me. It's a difference between making a mistake and walking all over somebody mm -hmm. and treating them like a fucking doormat because right. you know they're not gonna go nowhere. Right. Because we said this on our bonus episode. A nigga will treat you like dirt and do the bare minimum if you let him. Mm -hmm. Because if they getting everything that they want, they don't give a fuck about if you're not happy or not. They sure don't. They just want you to sit there and eat your food. Sit there and eat your fucking and eat your food, food. And especially if they taking care of you and shit too, they really want you to just sit there and eat your food. Like, bitch, you don't have no say so right. about nothing. You don't have no right to question me about shit that I do. Right. So, and I don't know. I just feel like I'm tired of the narrative of women have to struggle and go through hell and high water just to be loved. Because you never hear about a nigga... Why is it always, I'm your ride or die? Do we ever hear men say that? 
why you can't be my piece? Why can't, yeah, why can't you be my piece? Why can't you be down for me? If I go suck a little dick, you need to be waiting with my fucking mac and cheese and tur- roasted you know turkey what? when I get home, bitch. Not your roasted turkey wings. Yes, bitch. I need all, with the gravy. I need all that shit when I get home. And I just fucked another nigga and sucked his dick and probably licked his ass a little bit, so too. So you coming home and you gonna kiss him with the dick. Absolutely. Niggas do it down. every day, B. I agree. I feel like shit. Why can't you? What why was that thing that somebody said? The dick good when they know his bitch crying at home. Period. Cause bitches think that shit funny. So you fucking I another bitch in that laughing. What? When you fucking a nigga and his bitch at home crying? Yeah, I never thought that was funny. That's not funny. That's actually really sad. I ain't saying I ain't did it though. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? I ain't saying I ain't never did it. But I'm just saying I didn't think it was funny. I, I try not to think about it. Mine was very close for comfort. Oh, Too close to home, you know what it I'm was. saying? It definitely was. Too close to home. Anyways, we're not gonna get off topic. <laughs> we're not gonna fucking get off topic. But yes, for my ladies out there with this topic, I really just wanted to say, don't you don't have to suffer to right. be loved. You don't have to go through hell to be loved. Yeah. You don't have to be miserable and try to prove to a man that you love him. If he, you should be just as happy as he and is. And it should be mutual. Mutual, like, I think always. women be failing to realize, like, you can't be the only one putting all of this effort into a situation. Like, it has to be mutual, equal effort. And love isn't easy. Relationships aren't easy. Yeah. We know that. So, like Drea was saying, it's going to be hard times, of course. But if y'all but meant to be together, y'all going to get Y'all going to be together, but God damn it. If it's raining more than this fucking sun shining, bitch, you need to go move on. Period. So... The next topic was actually um, somebody had submitted in. They wanted us to talk about this and let us just know how we feel about prenups. Mm-hmm. Now, neither one of us are married or we haven't been. Right. But, you know. So- let me tell y'all how I feel about prenups. I'm going to already just get into it. I'm not signing that shit. Okay, but first of all. Only way I'm signing it is if it's some shit that I agree to. I have to agree to the terms. Oh, absolutely. It's not going to be like, oh. Just one sided. Oh, you worth this amount of money. So you just bring me a prenup and you like, this is the terms and conditions. Either you're going to sign this or we're not getting married. Bloop, or we're not getting married. Because first of all, I don't give a fuck about getting married. No way. Right. So the only way I'm signing a prenup is if it's under my terms and conditions. And I feel like the only way that it's fair, in my opinion, to sign a prenup is if you're getting a percentage. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because this is not the- no set amount. Right. I feel like this with prenups, you know, especially if the man has the money or maybe the woman, whatever the situation may be. At the end of the day, if you're married and a person is living with you and they're living a certain type of lifestyle and you don't want to be with this person anymore, I don't really feel like that's right for them to go back living like in the dumps and poor, especially mm-hmm. if you cheated or you did something fucked up to them. Because a lot of prenups, they'll have a clause in there like, oh, she's going to get this amount if you cheat and mm-hmm. she wants to divorce you, she's going to get this amount. Or you have to be married for 10 years before you can get 50% or whatever. Right, it be. right, right. So it's like... I just always feel like prenups are something. It's always supposed to protect, you know, protect the main person at hand that's bringing in the money. But prenups shouldn't be used to leave your spouse high and dry. And prenups make me feel kind of weird and uncomfortable also, too, because it's just kind of like I get that you're trying to protect your assets. But to me, if we're going into a marriage and you're asking me to sign a prenup, it's like, are you preparing for our divorce? No, but it's like you have to. It's just like having life insurance. It's like you don't want to. And that's the thing with me. 
I don't want to get married if I feel... I used to joke around and say I was going to have two marriages. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm getting older, I really feel like I don't want to get married if I feel like we're going to get a divorce. Okay, but think about this, Drea. So think about you're in a situation with a guy. He's (laughs) worth, let's say... $20 $20 million mm-hmm. and you come into the relationship and you're not worth that much. You're not even worth like, you know, nothing. Say. Yeah. And say y'all been married and something happens with your business and you popped off and you're, you're worth $50 million now. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, his business ends up going under and he has nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, at the end of the day, you will want your money to be protected though, right? I would want my money to be protected, but you said, you said once when we got married, I didn't have anything. Yeah. But I mean, if we got married and I didn't have anything, I couldn't foresee that I was going to end up being the one that ended up being rich and he ended up poor. You know what I mean? So, and we've been together for X amount of years. I mean, it is what it is. But it's like, I got to split it. Right. So if he divorced you, you got to give up. You gotta I mean, I got to split up. it. I'm gonna so give me. I'm gonna give me. No, I'm not gonna be okay. But I'm not saying I'm not gonna give me a good ass lawyer and try to fight the shit. <laughs> but you know, and try to give him what I feel like I need to give him. Because no, I don't want you taking me for half of what I have. So okay. But, so if you were married and he wanted whatever you wanted to get a divorce, how much do you think that you are supposed to get? From your husband. I mean, it depends on what the what his worth, what his net worth is. It depends on the reason why we're getting a divorce. It depends on a lot of things. It's a lot of different factors for me. Like, do we have children together? Well, I'm just talking about the um, what's it called? Wait, the spousal network? support. Spou- oh, spousal I'm support. not talking about the kids. Nothing included. How much? Do, how much do you think? If like, say your man cheated on you and you decided to okay. divorce him. How much do you think of his, like, and say he's worth $50 million, how much of his money do you think you should have? If he worth $50 million and we get a divorce, at the least, because I'm going to always still be bringing in my own money, because I would hope that no bitch don't be with no nigga like that and don't be making their own money, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, you should have your own income, but I would definitely at least feel like he could give me, like, $20,000 a month. Okay. $20,000. I'm trying to calculate how much is that a year. My math is bad. How much is that a year? Um, I don't know. We both bad at math. Let me let me let me pull out my calculator, y'all. So twenty thousand dollars a month times twelve. Okay, that's two hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Right. And that's for the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. That's that's I think actually that reasonable. That's fair. I think that that's fair. And I mean, I would even willing to go to fifteen, but no, I'm lying. Cause I mean. I feel like twenty thousand a month is reasonable. I feel like twenty thousand a month First is reasonable. Yeah. And I'm still going to be making my own money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not even gonna be asking you for nothing else. Right. For the kids. Because honestly, nothing. somebody worth fifty million dollars, twenty thousand dollars a month, that's really not shit. It's not. That's like a little I can agree with you on that. Over five years, you won't even ha- still have spent a mil- barely a million dollars. Well actually over a four year period. Uh-huh. You haven't even spent a million dollars. Right. So over 20 years, you probably going to pay me about $5 million. I'm dead. I don't know million. my mouth. My mouth Something like that. But anyways. But I just, in, in the talks of prenups, I just believe whether it's coming from a man or a woman, whenever you separate with somebody, they need to be straight. Now, in marriages, things get, obviously, if y'all are divorcing, things are ugly. So I think that it's a little much when people be going for half of what somebody mm-hmm. was worth. Now, let, now that's different if you've helped them build their business. 
Now, if you've helped them build their business and you're involved mm. in their business, then bitch, y'all might have to split that shit down the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a little different. But if you've just kind of been like, you know, a stay-at-home husband or a stay-at-home wife, I don't necessarily think that's right to go for half of somebody's net worth. Yeah, if, I don't think so either. You know, like if... You know, you know, let's try sign a prenup like um what's his name? Jeff Bezos. Ooh, but she would also help build the business. She did. She was a big part of Amazon. Yeah. So it's not like she was just at home, but she was right there in the meetings. She was adding her input and helping build all that shit up. So, so she deserves she her definitely half. deserves her half. She definitely deserves her half. So yeah, let us know how y'all but feel yeah, about that. I mean the prenup isn't necessarily like I said for me, it's not a deal breaker on it's not because the prenup doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Right. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It just has to be something that Fair. I agree with you know it has to be fair and we have to come to a common understanding that this is what i want this is what you want Mm -hmm. and we both happy about it then cool we can both sign on the dotted line but if it's just leaving you high and dry no i'm not doing it because they're like oh are you here for me or my money both (laughs) to be honest if you want me to keep it i just wish sometimes men would just be realistic and just understand are you here for me are you here because i'm a bad bitch right like it's like a little bit of both a little bit of both you know what i'm saying so it's it's okay like you know we can we can make but we also love each other on top of that we love each other but we both have one other reasons but in the beginning in the beginning like i said when i'm when you see a rich nigga with a bad bitch it was something he wanted that pussy because she was bad and she wanted that money yeah so it's like let's just we can be real with each other here like like let's not beat around the bush and be stupid so yeah that's just how we feel about it so shout out to you for sitting in that you said you wanted me to leave your name anonymous Thank you for that topic. So Thank we go get into the, the bed. bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. Now shout out to this. Uh, our whole damn near our whole podcast today was um people sending us topics. Um, because y'all damn sure ain't been sending us no motherfucking questions. I know y'all. Can y'all please send us some questions for next week? Thank yeah. you. So um, basically, I felt we definitely have talked about this before, but I wanted to talk. She said that she. Had a question about uncircumcised dicks mm. and the proper way to suck them. Mm. So can you tell us? I really can't, to be honest, because I don't fuck with this shit. I don't like turtlenecks. I know. I'm not saying that you do, but you've sucked the turtleneck before. Yeah, I have. But I can't tell you the proper way to do it because I didn't even know if I was doing it properly. So what did you do? Uh, I was drunk. Did you pull that? Did time. you pull the skin I back? I turned the light on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, y'all. I had to edit a little part out because we started spilling some tea that could not be spilled. Y'all know okay. they spilled the tea. So, did you pull the skin back? Did you pull yes. the skin back? You did. So, when you pulled the skin back, what was underneath? Dick. Okay, dick. Was it like normal looking? It just looked like a regular dick, right? It's just like regular dick when yeah. you peel it back with a scrunchie around it. <gasps> Okay, so do you feel like the skin the skin makes the okay? So I've had sex with an uncircumcised man before, but this, yes. this is in high school, mm-hmm. and I just remember peeling the skin back, and that his dick was so sensitive. Yes, and I, I could not. Does, I, I couldn't go. Are more I more could sensitive. not go hard on that dick like I wanted to. You could go hard on me. You could, because yeah. he would always be like, oh. but y'all was like. 12. I was probably using my teeth too. Yeah, you I probably know what, didn't know what you was doing. Bitch, please. I've been a pro since day one. Girl, please. Obviously, <laughs> you wasn't. But no, I just feel like, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a Did way. Did it stink? No. 
Mine stunk. But mine I stunk. heard. But I heard that he can. No, mine definitely stunk. I would honestly say both times that I had sex with someone that was um uncircumcised, uncircumcised they were clean. They were clean, very oh very good clean and hygienic. Well, shout out to you because mine definitely had some duck butter in there. You know what? Duck well, butter actually, is? the first time I had sex with the person. Never mind. Don't worry about it. You know what duck butter is? No. Duck butter is like that gunk. That what be, gunk? Like the gunk that be like in the skin of your dick. It's called duck butter? Duck butter. That duck butter. That sounds fucking disgusting, it, bro. Oh, it was disgusting. And you still suck the dick and you smelled it. See, okay, so. No, let me fuck. tell you what. Ooh, you fucking nasty. You don't even let me tell you what happened. I'm just looking at you differently. So, I'm judging you. So, when I first put it in my mouth, I didn't peel the skin back because I ain't know no better. What it tastes like. I just remember it tasting like sweat and dirty skin like you ever kiss somebody neck and it tasted salty like they ain't took a bath oh or like you mean like when you cry and you lick your yeah lips, yeah it taste your tears. yeah but it's like worse mm-hmm. it's kind of like that so okay. i peeled the skin back and then i popped it back in my mouth and i was like i swear to god i almost threw up while i was sucking the dick and i, I stopped it was, duck butter. it was the duck butter i think it was gray colored Legs. Okay, I'm being dramatic now. Oh I'm sorry. God. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I tasted it. I definitely tasted the duck butter. So I don't know how to properly suck uncircumcised penises. I feel like when they when they put it in, I don't know. I just feel like when the skin is up over it, they can't feel anything. Right. I just I, get that shit circumcised, and I'm not body okay. shaming. I'm not body shaming because it is body manipulation. And um, yeah, but if I mean, but people get it done for like religious. Religion, yeah, people get it done for religion, but I, I, well, I, I mean, mean, actually, people don't get it done for religious. religious a lot of people just do it for aesthetic purposes. Yeah, that's true. And, you so know, I was wrong, but, but I feel like most people do it because it's easy. It's easy to keep clean. Yeah, it's easier to keep. And that it just clean. looks so fucking good. You think penises are attractive? I love dick. I do too. I love the way dick looks when it's circumcised. Yeah. And then they're on hard and when that thing curving and he just standing there. Like and then I'm the, the top and then when it be hard, it be like bulging and it be red. Ooh. He must have had a pink dick. Cause he no, talking about it be, be red. It be like you know blush like a blush color. A blush, <laughs> you know the blood. He got on that mask, <laughs> right? <laughs> that Nars orgasm. He got on that Nars, bitch. But yes, bitch, it's like cause all the blood be rushing to the to the dick, so it's like you know what I'm saying. Like the veins be popping. Yeah, no, nah, I like a veiny dick. I do like a. Do you like I'm when over here having a moment? Do you like when men like stand in front of you naked, like towering over you, like this is what's about to happen? I like for a nigga to hit me in my forehead with the D. Slap me. I do like to be roughed up. Hit me in the forehead. Mm-hmm. I like to suck dick upside down. So too. what about? So are you gonna balls me? So do, does is an uncircumcised dick um, a deal breaker for you? Yes. Wow. So you won't fuck with somebody just because their dick is not circumcised? I don't like that shit. Oh, my And I could not imagine a lifetime of that. It's a lot of work. It is. And I couldn't imagine, like, a life. I can't peel the banana I couldn't imagine. Exactly. I couldn't imagine a lifetime of fucking with a nigga with a turtleneck. Like, I'm not about to keep peeling that shit back. I'm not doing it. That's a lot of skin. I'm not fucking doing it. And imagine when we get old, that shit going to be even more saggy. And even more wrinkly. So, I can't remember. So, when the skin is over the dick, does it, like, hang off? No, it don't hang off. It's just over it. It's like a little opening. Oh and my it's God. over it. And then you can just pull it down. Like a push pop. Yes. 
like a push pop. That's a great way to describe it if you ladies have never seen one. Well, but but more of a wrinkly push pop. But yeah, I just feel like absolutely. I mean, and I know that that kind of sounds fucked up because it's like, well, damn, what if this nigga got this quality and this quality and he's just a great man? I probably will never find out because I seen that dick. (gasps) I don't know if it's necessarily a deal breaker for me. But I don't know. I don't, it's, like I don't prefer shit. it. I'll say that. I don't prefer I it. I don't like it. It's like I've tried and I just can't fuck with it. Like, And I've tried. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it would be different if I'm just saying you because I'm looking at it and aesthetically it's not pleasing to me. Like mm-hmm. it's not pleasing to me at all. Right. Not just aesthetically. I just don't like the shit. Mm. I feel like the I, what I remember about the uncircumcised penis was his dick was really big. Mm-hmm. But when I pulled that skin back, it was like regular size. So the skin was adding some inches or something. I don't think so. Maybe I just don't have good memory of yeah, it because I was like was 15 a while or 16. Ago, yeah, I don't think that it makes your penis bigger, any more no? big, okay. any more bigger than what it already is. It's just like I said, it's just an extra layer of unnecessary ass skin. And wow. when I have a son, I'm definitely getting his ass circumcised. Yeah. I mean, I know that it's supposed like like you said, body mutilation or whatever. But I'm definitely gonna get my son circumcised. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When we got my nephew circumcised, it was so hard for me because he was always crying when I would put this little medicine on his peepee and it would make me cry. Mm-hmm. But it don't matter now. He likes six and he's okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, you're gonna, like, your kid is gonna be okay. Yeah. And I feel like it's just gonna make life easier for him. Like, when my kid get grown, I want him to have a normal sex life. Like, mm-hmm. I want him to enjoy his dick. Like, the fuck? Period. You know? So, let us know how y'all feel about uncircumcised penises. And if anybody knows how to properly suck an uncircumcised penis, because obviously we don't We know. don't. We I can't give you know. any tips. I guess, long story short, queen... We don't have no tips for you. We don't got no tips on that. Sorry. We got tips for everything We got else. tips on a lot of shit, but we ain't got tips for no uncircumcised dick. So we're going to get into the bop of the week. Okay, you go first. Okay. I don't even know if I have one. So I have a few bops, actually. Can I do that? Can I have more than one bop? I had damn near the whole Summer Walker album last week. Okay, so shout out to Summer Walker that's still jamming. So y'all, Football Bay sent me this song. <laughs> he was like, this song is about... This song remind me of us, and it was just so cute. So, because he real ghetto, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, he sent me this song by Young Dolph called Juicy. And it's just a lit-ass song. It's a little, it's like a trap song. Mm-hmm. But he's just basically talking about how this bitch he fuck with, he ain't never been a trick. Mm-hmm. He ain't never been doing this type of shit. And she just got good pussy, and she thick, and she fine. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Ooh. that's my first bop of the week. Um, Young Dolph, Juicy. Okay, um, my second, my second bop of the week is highest in the room. Of course, Travis Scott. Okay. Um, Travis Scott, I wouldn't necessarily put him in my best rapper top 10, you know? Okay. And Travis Scott is my favorite rapper. I put him in my top three as far as rappers that make good fucking music. Okay. He never fucking misses when it comes to making Music that just, that you can ride to, that you can slide to. You know what I'm saying? I can agree with that. So, yeah, that's my second bop of the week. Yeah, Travis Scott, highest in the room. Is that it? Uh, I'll save these for next week. Okay. (laughs) So, I have two bops, too. Um, You know, JT got out of jail last week. Period. And she came out with her little freestyle. And I like the freestyle. I love the freestyle. I love the freestyle. She addressed how you hoes had her fucked up. Talking about she she was pregnant. pregnant By the CO. Girl. My good sis did not have no baby. Y'all need to kill the rumors. So, yeah. So, that's my song. I love that song. And then I also like 
Well, I don't know if I really like this whole song, but I do like Meg Thee Stallion's verse on all that, the song that she got with Moneybag Yo. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. First of all... Because I don't know if I like the song. I, I, I do like, like the song. The verse. But for the first time ever, I felt like Meg was capping. Mm. Meg capped, and I'm really upset. And why she do never, you feel like she capped? Because she said she grabbed his chin. Moneybag Yo don't have a chin. <gasps> Meg, why is you capping? <laughs> Meg, why the fuck is you capping, sis? Oh my god, yes, sis. Where is his chin? It's like you where is Waldo? Bitch, you know. Bitch, you know money bag y'all ain't got no fucking chin. So my good sis cap for the first time. No, that's actually the second time. Because it's just like on pastor. She said, You know you want me to come over, so let me sit on your lip. He don't have no lips either. <laughs> no, no, I never noticed that. No, you got no lips or no So chin. I'll say this. I, I I like the song. It's a banger. I do I do like the song. I, but seeing the video, Meg looked so fucking good. She did. I don't see the chemistry there. They performed it at Rolling Loud, and he didn't even touch her. Yeah. I'm, you're supposed to be on stage smacking her ass. Well, maybe she Her t- fans touch her more than Moneybag Yo did. Maybe she told him he can't touch her on stage. But the song that. is talking about him smacking her ass while he fucking it. She's talking about don't be putting your eyes on my man and all this shit. That y'all, was my favorite part. Y'all talking all this shit. Cardi and Offset had a song about fucking clout and she was basically sucking his dick in the video, okay? Cardi B be trying to suck that dick Everywhere. all the time. But all I'm saying is, I just need Goals. to... I think people... The song is fire, but we need to see some chemistry. That video, he was supposed to be behind her. She was supposed to be twerking, like, on top of him. No, I feel you. It definitely it was more chemistry in the video. It was, I, especially with how sexual... That song Meg, is. And how sexual Meg is. You know what I mean? And how sexy she is. I definitely feel like it could have been more chemistry. Um, there's definitely something that they need to work on. Yeah, their sexual chemistry is not there. Like, I want to watch Meg have sex, but not with him. Do you? I want to watch somebody smash her to smithereens, preferably me. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Are you having a lesbian moment? <laughs> I did. I didn't mean to say that out loud. I would actually let You me- would? I would let Meg fuck football bay and watch it. Oh, I thought you was about to say you would let Meg fuck you. Oh, I would let Meg fuck me. Really? I would let Meg fuck fuck football bay and I would watch them. Because I know, like... The knees sturdy. The knees sturdy. And I know he would handle her because, you know, he a big nigga, too. It would be some good shit to watch. I agree. I would probably pay to see that, too. You know what I'm saying? Well, not pay, but you know what I mean. I mean, we can chunk a little song-song. She she need to be chunking. (laughs) We the poor one. (laughs) (laughs) We can scrounge our coins together. So I think we can pay her fees. No, yeah, she she too much that now. We can't afford Meg. My, look, my baby gonna have to deal with the, the Stallion Junior, me, because we ain't get baby. We cannot Lex afford the Stallion. You gonna have to do Lex the Stallion, because baby, we can't afford me. We Meg. can't afford me. So yes, those are the bops of the week. Item of the week per usual. Uh, European Wax Center. Right. Make sure you go get wax. Uh, mention Poor Minds, mm-hmm. Drea or Lex at the Howell Mill or the Edgewood location. Right. And ladies, even though it's not summer anymore. You have to keep your waxes up. You have to. In the winter and the fall months because... Because if you don't, then it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt and you're going to be prone to ingrowns and you're going to have to start all over. Right. So still get your waxes every four weeks, four to six weeks, whatever yes. you like to do. And um, keep up with your waxes. Uh, shout out to Celebrity Fashion Hair. She always keeps me laced, my good sis. Literally. Um, dead. That was a good one. I know. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all check out where to next new episode dropping tomorrow because it's Wednesday. 
new episode every Thursday. So make sure y'all go to YouTube, search Jazz and Lex, where to next? Um, what else you got, Lil Drea? That's it for this week, you guys. Yeah, as always, tune in to 96.7 The Beat on Every Tuesday. Tuesday. From 3 to 4, we on there talking our shit. Shout out to Kodak Moran and DJ Scream. Yes. And we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.